This is the Netherlands, a fine country full of flowers, windmills, and loose regulations around the finer things in life. This country is in many ways like a lot of very developed European countries we have explored earlier on the channel. Very high living standards, good social mobility, a strong economy, and healthy levels of inequality. But the Netherlands hides a bit of a secret behind its lovely flowery smile. It is one of the largest tax havens in the world. But how does this make sense? The Netherlands has a high income tax rate of over 50% for top earners. It has a corporate tax rate of 25% and there are not even particularly strict laws around things like banking privacy in countries like Switzerland for example. So all of this is making the Netherlands sound like a pretty terrible tax haven all in all. So why is it so popular? Well, as with everything to do with taxation of international entities like multinational corporations, it is complicated. Majorly complicated. A lot of this complexity is by design. A big part of modern day schemes like this is not making it too obvious and sprinkling a lot of nuance on the whole system so it is not so obvious what it is you are doing. It is majorly bad publicity to be exposed as a tax dodging company. When Starbucks was called out in Europe for avoiding tax through a series of intricate schemes, their revenue fell drastically in the market from a level of consumer backlash. So yeah, companies are keen to keep these operations complicated in order to avoid being exposed for what they are doing. It is also very important that companies can justify moving this money around from country to country to national governments. If they can provide a legitimate reason for these funds transfers, then that is fine. If they turn around and say, oh, so I just don't want to pay corporate income tax, they are likely to find themselves slapped over the head by their local tax agency in whatever country they may be involved in. The second reason for this inbuilt complexity is that modern day tax structures are not as simple as visiting your closest tax haven. That is very 1980s. There is a lot more to it these days than just that. Companies basically shop around country to country to fit out a taxation model that suits them. A touch of low taxes from Bermuda, a sprinkle of financial privacy from Switzerland, and a teaspoon of intellectual property rights from the Netherlands. Okay, so let's say you're a crafty and morally onerous multinational CEO and you're keen to make some of your profit disappear to the land of no tax. How would this work? You would think you could just set up a holding company in Bermuda or Panama or any other zero corporate tax nation on earth, funnel all of your profits there and call it a day and be done with it, right? Well, no. Firstly, this is very obviously tax dodging as the primary motivator of sending money overseas and therefore not allowed. Secondly, it just doesn't work. By the time you can transfer money to Bermuda or Panama or the British Virgin Islands or whatever, it would have already been counted as profit in the USA and you would have already had to pay corporate income tax on it. So instead, what you do is this. Set up your company in Bermuda, a lovely tropical paradise with zero taxation. And let's call that company Bermuda Holdings. You beauty. Then you use that company to purchase a company in Ireland. Let's call it Ireland Limited. Very creative names, I know. This is a shell company, so it won't actually cost you anything besides a $1 token sale price plus the cost to set the company up. You then merge these two companies into Bermuda Land Limited. Now you have a functioning company in both of these countries that is managed in Bermuda. Ireland is not a tax haven in itself. It has a 12.5% corporate tax rate, which is not bad, but much worse than 0%, which is what we're after here. What makes Ireland so great is a law that states if a company is owned by another foreign company, then the profits can be transferred to that country and taxed over there at whatever that country's tax rate may be. Hmm, cool. So then you give Bermuda Land Limited all of your intellectual property. Let's say your logo and some technology patents or whatever. 
Bermuda Land Limited then sets up another company in the Netherlands. Let's call it Netherlands Limited. Bermuda Land then licenses out all of these intellectual property rights to this company here. The reason the Netherlands is so perfect for this is because it has a nearly 0% tax rate on the revenue from patents and an agreement with other European countries that money can be transferred country to country tax-free. Okay, so now let's follow the money. Let's say your company sells your product in the United States and makes a $1,000 sale. After costs of goods sold and business expenses, you would be left with a profit of, let's say, $500. And you should pay tax on that. But no, no. Suddenly, you have to pay a fee to use the logo and the technology involved in that product to the Netherlands Limited, that is, the current license holder of all of these patents, remember? Let's say Netherlands Limited conveniently charges you a $500 licensing fee for every one unit sold. Well, suddenly, for every $1,000 in sales, you are paying $1,000 in costs and expenses and making zero profit, and therefore paying zero tax in the United States. Awesome. Now, the money is in the Netherlands, and Netherlands Limited just made $500 in revenue from its intellectual property. That it holds the license to. Well, that's fine. Remember, the tax on intellectual property in the Netherlands is super low. Effectively zero in some circumstances. So no problems here. But the Netherlands Limited cannot sit on this money, or else it will count as profit. And it will be hit with a 25% tax rate, which kind of defeats the purpose of this whole ballet. So, it is a hot potato of funds to Ireland. It does this because it did not actually own those patents. Bermuda Land Limited did, and now it has to pay for that licensing. And oh, surprise, surprise, the licensing fee is $500. Shocking. Now, Bermuda Land in Ireland has the money, and because of another lovely Irish law, it won't have to pay revenue on this intellectual property licensing because the Irish government basically says if you have paid tax on it once, even if it's in another country, and even if it was only half a percent, you don't have to pay tax on it again. That just wouldn't be fair. What Bermuda Land Limited would have to pay tax on though, is the $500 in total profit it would have made. Ireland still has corporate tax. Ah, but remember, the Irish government is very kind here once again. They say sure, you have made profits here in Ireland, but you're a Bermuda-based company. Just take that money back home and pay your taxes there at whatever that tax rate may be. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, sounds good. This structure is very complicated, obviously, but it legitimizes the funds transfers across the board. Paying for licensing is not tax avoidance. It is a business expense almost every single business in the world has to pay for. Even Economics Explain Limited pays licensing expenses to Adobe Premiere and Storyblocks for my god-awful stock footage collection. And rightfully so. Businesses should be able to subtract this from their profit even if those licensing agreements were probably something they could have had for free if they just held on to their own patents. But eh, who is to say giving away your patents to a company that is totally not you is a bad business move? So, this scheme is perfectly legitimate. It just involves paying licensing fees to countries around the world. But, it also avoids any form of taxation. By going from America to make a sale to the Netherlands to avoid paying intellectual property tax revenue, to Ireland to avoid paying foreign transfer fee taxes, and then through Ireland to Bermuda to avoid paying corporate taxes, you have avoided basically paying any form of corporate tax. You really probably should have been paying. Believe it or not, this is one of the more simple structures for this type of money transfer. It is so widely used and popular in fact that it has its own name. It's called, and I'm not kidding, <laughs> The double Irish with a Dutch sandwich. Good lord. 
Who said those accountants don't have a sense of humour? Those cheeky, cheeky bastards. A lot of people look down on this kind of scheme, and there is a strong argument to be made that companies making profits in a country should probably pay some tax in that country. These kind of companies are probably dependent on public roads to ship their goods and policing to keep their factories safe, and this doesn't come for free. It comes from taxes. But the thing is, none of this is illegal, and for the most part it is hard to discern legitimate businesses paying legitimate expenses from companies looking to erode their profit base. It could very easily be argued that it is better for a hundred companies to get away with questionable practices like this rather than one company paying taxes on profits they didn't actually make. On the flip side, it is a struggle for a lot of businesses not to engage in this type of activity. Because if you don't, your competition will, and with less money going to taxes and more money left over that can be used on expansion or research and development or even paid back to shareholders, they are going to be more competitive as a business. That could, over time, start driving you out of work, which is not only unfair to your shareholders, but also your staff and suppliers, who will also be out of work. This is slowly starting to turn around though. Getting called out for using even legal tax minimization structures like this is a big deal for companies' public image these days. And the double Irish with a Dutch sandwich structure we have just explored? Well, that's not going to be possible after 2021 due to new tax laws passed by the Dutch government under a lot of pressure to get rid of this scheme. It is almost inevitable that some genius accountant with a team of lawyers already has the next double Irish with a Dutch sandwich structure thought up and ready to go as soon as 2021 rolls around. It is impossible to keep on top of every legal loophole from every country out there. And while this is true, these schemes will continue to exist. Are they moral? Well, it's not as simple as saying, grrr, tax avoidance bad. There is a lot to be said that this is just a necessary evil for a lot of companies. And, for the Netherlands, it has meant tens of thousands of high-paying jobs with companies like KPMG and Deloitte, setting up major operations here to facilitate these structures for their international clients. Will these operations continue once this has been removed? Well, it's hard to say. There are winners and losers in all of these types of operations. All we can do is inquire about the net good a system is doing and speculate about the problems a solution might cause. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed the latest video. If you did, please consider liking and subscribing. If you really enjoyed the video, please consider supporting us on Patreon. The link is in the video description. Otherwise, I will be live streaming the Q&A session that will be hosted on our Discord server for an hour after this video goes live. So if you have any questions, jump on there, either live stream or our Discord server. Otherwise, I will be doing my very best to reply to any serious comment in the comments section below. Cheers guys, bye.